At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest bump. <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This you microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal. 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 Oh, Mr. Dotcomer. On podcast. Cam Newton is no longer on the New England Patriots. He's been released, and Mac Jones is the starter. Uh, so we're doing an emergency podcast. I mean, my car actually outside Gillette Stadium. It's that important. So there's any uh connection issues that's that's the reason why so which victory lap do you want to take first do i get my victory lap from june the 15th when i anointed mac jones the starter i'd actually prefer we take a victory lap for the off day podcast yesterday i would say monday's podcast deserves a shout out for sniffing out that something smelled fishy Yes, it definitely smelled fishy again i we covered all our bases so i'm not going to pretend we said exactly what was going to transpire but we talked about it smelling funny. I think we even brought up like, could he be traded? Could he be cut? Could something crazy happen? And it's not crazy when you look at it. It's just, we all spun ourselves in such circles and tied ourselves in pretzels over how everything played out. And and I want to get to that in a minute, but in the end, I think most people got what they wanted. Mac Jones as the starting quarterback in the wing. And I think the Patriots got what's in the best interest of the Patriots team. Like, Yes. They have their young quarterback, the franchise, the future is now. He begins the process of learning and making some mistakes, but also showing his skills that you hope are long-term, the reason why you're going to have a nice long run again. And by getting rid of Cam, it kind of takes the pressure off Mac a little bit, whereas if he were to struggle in the first couple of weeks of the season and Cam was still on the roster, you'd get the people saying, oh, put Cam in, put Cam in, put Cam in. And then also I think just in the locker room where Cam has that big personality – him as a backup could potentially cause some problems and getting rid of cam kind of says to the team that max the guy, like he's your guy now and just, just eliminates everything. I I would look no further than the Jacksonville Jaguars who had traded uh, Gardner Minshew shortly after announcing that their starting quarterback was Trevor Lawrence, which we all knew kind of all along. He was a number one pick starter, but removing that, big personality distraction a guy who had been there started games had some fans mustaches and everything like removing that and i think you're right there could be some truth to it i do want to just point out real quick my stink meter has been doing me well lately so i want to point out that my stink meter just has a simple question to ask is there any chance cam newton comes back and this is some sort of a procedural move just because he's on a one-year 
contract that doesn't really keep them from cutting him, bringing him back. I don't think it's going to happen, but any, I just like to throw all the chips and no. all the tea leaves on the table. No, just think about all the headlines and the tweets and the stories that have been written right now, like the last hour that that's come out, like, it'd be a very bad look for him to come back. And I don't think Cam would even do that. Okay. And, and, sure. what, and, and what, like, what's the procedural move? Well, we've talked about them needing roster spots and we're in the midst. We should say we're in the midst of cut down day. Uh, Stefan Gilmore is going to be on PUP is one of the maneuvers, but we've talked about there's, you know, Nikhil Harry's of the world staying on the roster and then going on IR and all like whatever. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think it's a, a high likelihood possibility, but I also think, are there two bigger personalities that could pull something like that off more than Bill Belichick and Cam Newton and Cam Newton then pops on Instagram and says, gotcha or something like, but wouldn't the, wouldn't the tweets be more of like, don't rule out a return. Like you see all the tweets of guys being released saying the hope is to have them back on the practice squad. Like I, I, yeah. I just, I just don't, I don't think there's something there to this. Okay. Then let's get to my real reaction a column i just put we we posted a, a pair of columns on weei.com we would tell everyone to go read those to get our reactions you kind of took a, a mac jones perspective i took a little bit more of a a cam perspective but also a bigger picture perspective in that i think bill belichick did a disservice to both quarterbacks involved in this so-called competition this summer in that i would argue cam newton never really got a chance to compete for the starting job he was treated as the starter like a guy who doesn't really need the reps who doesn't you know he's he's starting the games but he's coming out quick and then pretty much all the way along the line Mac got two to three times as many reps preseason games lots of practices all of that so did Cam really get a chance to compete and did Mac really get a chance to prepare he was never treated as the starter didn't get to be out there against a first defense with a first mm -hmm. offensive line and and those types of reps so is it possible that Bill screwed both quarterbacks? So I agree with the Mac part. Cause like you said, he didn't get the reps with the ones. Like he was basically relegated to the twos and he only had one preseason series with the starting offensive line. And so, yes, I think he, if he was your true starter, he should have been treated like the starter. Like the first time he steps up to start a game week one against Miami, that, that's the first time he hasn't gone through that entire process of starting a game throughout the week. Like that's always something that the quarter that Belichick's done over the years with young quarterbacks is given the, the young guy a chance to go through the entire week for cam. I think he was treated like the starter all along. Like he kind of got what the starter would get in a way, but I just think that no matter what he did, as long as Mac did what he was supposed to do, Cam didn't have a chance. So then it wasn't a clean slate, like Bill said. Bill yeah. said on was that the first day of camp or whenever yeah, that first, was? The first day before yeah, the first before the first practice, yes. So because if you remember, everybody said clean slate, or most people took that as a Mac argument, he can win the job. And I said, no, I think clean slate should be for Cam. Forget about the crap that happened last year. Forget about even if you had a bad spring, it starts now and you get to compete. And if you're the better quarterback, you can hold on to the starting job. He never got that chance. And I, you know me, I argued hard against Giardi, who said the Patriots owe Cam Newton this year. They owe him a chance. They, well, they owe him the chance that if you're going to call him the starter and he's competing or whatever, to let him show his stuff and not just get a handful of reps here, or a handful of reps there, like give him a chance to actually compete. If you think there's a chance he's going to be out of a job at the end of it, he's not even the backup. He's no longer employed. 
Well, would you agree that it's the best interest probably for Cam to be released? Like, I, I don't think he minds being released. I don't think he would have taken the backup job very well. Well, and, and for all we know, it was offered and refused. We don't like that. True. That may come out later. Um, certainly, it feels like we're not going to get the guaranteed Rob Ninkovich uh, platoon packages from Cam Newton. Um, it doesn't feel like that's going to come to fruition. So that was an ill-advised guarantee from Rob Ninkovich. Um, in his ESPN analysis. Uh, I just, you said it, when Mac Jones takes the field against the Dolphins, assuming he does, all doors open, Brian Hoyer's still around, I guess. So Brian Hoyer could still start, I guess. Um, Like that's the first time he's thrown to the Wolves, but also the first time he's going to go out there with Trent Brown and those guys. Like we talked about it on the the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was out there, getting sacked, holding onto the ball, but he was out there with backup offensive linemen. So that, you know, I don't know what to make of that. You got to balance out what the people are doing in front of him. He was out there with Gunner. He was out there with those. Like now he'll get a chance to be out there with Aguilar, John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Trent Brown. But it's the first time he'll get that chance. And that so, to me is so in a game. Yes. I mean, he's on the practice field. He's gotten some reps. Yes. Some reps, but even those, I don't think were extensive. I mean, I guess some of the guys, chart every pass will go back and tell me like how many reps he took with Trent Brown at right tackle. You buy that bill like valued um, like controlling the media hype with Mac more than the on field stuff. And that's why it played out the way that it did, because if, if things were different, there would have been a lot more hype with Mac being the starter. Well, I told you that all along, that was part of my long con theory that he was manipulating the narrative that no one, cares about the noise more than Bill Belichick. He tells you to ignore it, but he doesn't. He tries to manipulate it, control it, whether it's, you know, on to Cincinnati or whatever his many things, Seattle, 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 you know, whoever he's controlled things or releases. No, I think I put out a release. I don't have anything more to add. All of that kind of stuff. He cares about the, the media narrative and controlling the media. And I do think that was part of this, but I'll tell you, if he worried more about controlling the narrative than actually the competition, the development of his rookie starter, the development of a backup or, or whatever, that, that that's not good. That's bad. You can't allow your manipulation or fixation with the media to affect what you're actually doing, you know, the best interest of the football team. It's not in the best interest of the football team for you to prioritize media over players and on-field competition. Yeah. So how do you think the locker room feels? Um, surprised stunned excited you think stunned like couldn't they um how can they not be like you start games like there are certain things we read over the years but it's very rare that we've ever seen a quarterback start every game be treated like the starter be i mean the only time he was not treated like the starter was when the post-game press conference when bill was asked if he picked a starter and he said no we have a lot of decisions to make no a lot of decisions to make. And other than that, he was called the starter. He was treated as the starter. And right up until he was no longer a member of the New England Patriots. It, it's weird. It's, it, it's typical Patriots. It's always something. It can't be simple. Right up until today, Bill Belichick has an 8 o'clock press conference, right? And he could have opened with uh, cut down day. Obviously, a lot of uh, transactions coming, but I wanted to get ahead of one of them. We've decided to release Cam Newton. We, you know, it's nothing he did. We had a competition. Like he could have said that, answered a couple questions. What? I mean, people's careers and jobs are on the line and he can't answer a couple questions about it. He's, he's fiddling with people's lives. I hope tomorrow he 
because he's scheduled to talk on Wednesday morning. I hope he acknowledges Cam Newton and doesn't just say, we moved on, we're, we're on to the season, like the players that are here. I'm, I'll talk about the players and the roster. Right. And, you know, the other factor is, I mean, I guess theoretically maybe he wasn't cut then and they were about to talk to Cam about taking a backup role. And maybe Cam said, no, cut me or play me, but no backup I, role. I don't buy it. I don't, I, I'm just selling you. I don't buy it. No, this has been in the works for a little bit, I'm sure. Yes. Um, I know. So, how much of a role do you think Josh McDaniels played this? Uh, significant. I think Josh McDaniels was all in on Mac Jones. I think he exuded it in terms of his emotions, his interactions, everything. We talked about this. Everything we saw between Josh and Mac, it was like excited and, and consistent and work and Mac going to Josh and Josh going to Mac. And there was this interaction that I think told the story of what Josh McDaniels wanted. And he's happy, I would say, today. I agree. And I wrote this sort of my piece. We've discussed it. The offense looks like the Patriots offense, not the Patriots offense, just a real NFL offense with Mac Jones at quarterback. Like it's three step drop, boom, back foot plants. It's out. And the offense is so predicated on the quick release that it just makes sense. And like, I also just pointed out too, your offense is also so reliant on the yards after the catch. Yep. And Mac Jones accuracy puts the receivers and the tight ends in the best position to, to succeed. Whereas Cam Newton if you miss throw, you know, a ball behind you, there goes the maximum, you know, point of that play. And so I think that, the entire offense is better with Mac Jones leading the way. And theoretically, Mac Jones is going to be better with the better offensive weapons. I mean, think about his, the story of his offseason. He just misses Gunner. Gunner drops it. Christian Wilkerson drops it. Nikhil Harry drops it. Like, if you put him out there – now, I'm not saying their weapons are great, mm-hmm. but if you put him out there with Aguilar, Bourne, and Myers all the time – is he going to be a little bit better? Like, is he going to have better windows to throw into, better guys to catch the ball when he is in those windows? And then obviously John U. Smith and James White and those guys. So, yeah, I think this worked out. You know, again, we talked about it yesterday. The story started when, well, A, when Cam went here, Brady left, how bad Cam was. But then they draft Mac Jones. You're like, well, Mac Jones is the starter. The only question is when. The only, like, he's a better fit, play action, defense, new weapons, the whole thing. And we got to the end point. It was just a weird, and you know, that road in San Francisco that people go down, like the touristy back and forth, windy, weird road. That's what our summer and off season was. I think this, now that we're talking about it, I think Bill knew this was happening all along. And he just, he just wanted to control the narrative. He didn't want the pressure to be on Mac Jones. He didn't want all the headlines all summer to be Mac Jones is a starting quarterback. He didn't want that. He waited till the last preseason game for a reason. And now, like he said on Monday, like there was some element of letting the team know what was going to happen. And we got to that point. I'm sure that they had a team meeting at 10 o'clock this morning and he told them that Mac Jones was going to be the starting quarterback. And there's no better way telling them Mac Jones is the starter is a pretty good way. You know, the best way to remove the other option, yeah. <laughs> to remove the other, there's no question who the starting quarterback is now. There's no faction of the locker room that can say, Hey, that guy down there in the number one jersey, maybe he should be playing. He, nope, because there's no guy down there in the number one jersey. Yeah, we talked about yesterday when our ears perked up a little bit when Tom Curran asked about letting your team know, you know, who their quarterback – I mean, not letting the opposition know who the quarterback would be. And Bill's report would be, oh, you know, isn't there some value in letting your team know who the quarterback is? Well, he put a lot of value in letting his team know who the quarterback is today by moving Mac Jones – to the top spot and removing anybody who could be considered 
um, petition or an alternative. They have no alternative. This is Max team. And what you just said, I'd like you to actually text Gary Tangway when we're done, my Sunday radio host, because he told me I was an idiot to call this a long con from Bill Belichick that Mac was going to start and everything was just a manipulation of the media and the facts of the narrative. And he also told me the reason it wouldn't start is because they believed Mac wasn't physically capable of playing a full NFL season, so they couldn't start him right out of the gates. Um, this would seem to indicate, unless, of course, Brian Hoyer's starting, that they expect Mac Jones to be ready for 17 games this year, correct? Like, that's correct. what they expect. Okay, Gary Tangway, suck on that. Give your parting thoughts. I'm worried about my Wi-Fi cutting out. Okay, my parting thoughts are this. Cam Newton got screwed. I like Cam Newton, the, the person. I think he did as reasonable a good job as he could do in the bridge year between Brady and Mac Jones in the future and solidifying the quarterback position. Uh, but most importantly, I meant, I'm excited. Like, I think the, the season is going to be better. The offense could be better. The team's going to be more fun. Remember when we talked about let's just have a fun season? Let's hope fun. We were, we said a year ago, if you got your quarterback out of last season, then it was a success. It took a longer time to happen, but the Patriots by extension got their quarterback out of last season. They earned the 15th pick in the draft. The 15th pick in the draft went to Mac Jones, whether they liked him at that point or not, they didn't trade up to get him. They have their quarterback of the present. They have their quarterback of the future. The future of the new England Patriots starts now. I like it. We'll be back uh, later in the week with a podcast relating to the roster, which will be other changes by then, but we want to get this out now. Sweet. Peace out.